When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's an AFC North Division battle week. Ravens coming to Cleveland to take on the Browns. I head to Baltimore. We'll talk to Melissa Kim from the Ravens broadcast team. Best bets as well as fantasy football talk. Get you ready for NFL Week 15 right now on the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara, the sickest Cleveland Browns podcast. Cut back by Chubb, he's to the 10, he's still running to the 5, he dips outside left, he's going in, touchdown! What a run! Nick Chubb! It's gonna be sick. All right, everybody. Hey, it's Ravens week. It's Ravens week, people. You ready? I got my my vintage 1980 Cardiac Kids Brian Seichters. That's number 17 there. Now, I, didn't, I haven't had it since 1980, before I was born, but I bought it. And the reason is the Browns are, well, some teams have, you know, big uh, throwback helmets or, or jerseys. The Browns are trying to make a big deal out of, uh, hey, we got our, our white face masks back. Um, so I guess that's exciting, but I thought, you know what? In honor of them throwing it back to those old white face mask days where there were some good times, I'm wearing my Brian Sipe 1980 Cardiac Kids. Let's let's see if the Browns can pull one out here. We'll get to my three downs to victory for the Browns. Fantasy football playoffs, people. Hashtag Ask Andy. You can get your questions in at AndyMC81, at SickPodBrowns on Twitter, on Instagram as well, at AndyMCSports. Click notification, click subscribe. Got some prize details coming up for you a little bit later on in the show as well. But let's kick it off and go down to Baltimore. Studio host and analyst for the Ravens broadcast team, Melissa Kim. Melissa, how are you? Hi, good. How are you, Andy? Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for jumping on. Appreciate it. And look, this is always, no matter what the records are, no matter what time of year, these are always big division games. And of course, the Ravens are are right in it. And Melissa, they're doing it in interesting ways. We're not seeing 30, 40-point games. They're 16 points, 10, 13 they're doing whatever it takes to get a W. Yeah, they've been quite, uh, they've been a lot of def- defensive slugfests, we'll call them, in these last few weeks, which is something that we haven't typically seen in the last couple of seasons for this team. But, you know, the Ravens defense, obviously, they're such a signature of this franchise. Obviously, you think back to the Terrell Suggs, Ed Reed, Red Lewis, Ray Lewis days. We're kind of seeing a resurgence of that here with like how good the defense has been in these last couple of weeks. Well, how big has the addition of Roquan Smith been? Because that's that's just seemed to be that, you know, flip the switch. You got that big dude in there, and the defense was already doing well, but that seemed to take it to a whole different level. 
Oh, Roquan has, I know you don't want to say like one guy makes a, like a whole difference for like the entire defense, but he really has. And actually I sat down with him one-on-one this week for his first ever sit down interview um, here in Baltimore. And he, he's just such a great human being. Like, you know, you meet certain guys in the league and you're just like, wow, you're just like, kind of like, how are you so good? Like, where does this come from? And for him, he said, I'm from Macon County, Georgia, a town of 3000. We have no stoplights. Like, you know, he came from really humble beginnings. And so I think that really played a part into his upbringing about having opportunities and really taking advantage of them. He told me he was lucky. He was very lucky to be in this situation. I was like, dude, you're balling out there. I mean, the effort obviously is there. The skill set is obviously there. And there's no doubt that he's made such an immediate impact on the field and off the field here too. You think about how much better Patrick Queen is playing with him, right? I think that that has been such a key factor, especially in that uh, middle, like inside linebacker spot. I mean, he's just made him so much better and you see this duo just getting after the quarterback you know in the in the last game or two and he's led the team in tackles as well in these last couple of weeks as well he's made such a big impact at only 25 years old and already taking a leadership role for this team it's been really cool to watch yeah it, you almost forget that he is 25 like it seems yeah. just he's been around longer you know and he's that young veteran he's really probably not even in his prime or just at that beginning of his prime, which is is scary. And you mentioned bringing it in with Patrick Queen. And this is what I think a lot of Browns fans were hoping their defense would be in that big physical AFC North football where the Browns went a different strategy of going smaller, quicker to help contain guys like Lamar Jackson. But now teams can run at him. And when we talk about the run, J.K. Dobbins back, and Gus Edwards, and we know he's a bowling ball. And uh, it seems like against the Browns this year, it's just been, you know, you can go right right up the middle and just keep doing that, and, and you'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, J.K., not even back to 100% yet. You look at what he did last week. He had one touchdown in the game, but he had a 44-yard run before that where he said if he was 100%, he would have definitely scored on that touchdown. But he said he's still getting back to – you know, uh, his speed in terms of his strength and stuff like that. Not at a hundred just yet, but he says he will be very, very soon. And he's that kind of guy that really gets those, like you said, bowling ball kind of like bursts of energy, like right down the field. And I think that that is so key for him. And then you get a guy like Gus Edwards who really, I feel like is more beneficial, maybe on like on a third down back situation mm-hmm. when you need those couple of extra yards. I mean, this guy's a truck, like, you know, he, he just is so low to the ground he's so strong and he really does benefit from having getting those couple extra yards when they need them to get those first downs. And I think that has been super key for this offense. And for J.K. Dobbins coming out of Ohio State, a lot of fans of the show follow J.K. Dobbins and, and knew him. To me, it almost seems, and he hasn't necessarily had this chance at the NFL because he's been plagued by injuries, is he almost gets better as the game goes on. The more touches, the more feel. He can catch, he can run, but he needs to get into that bit of a, a rhythm and Boy, this time of the year, week 15, if you get J.K. Dobbins with healthy legs, and like you said, not even 100% back with the Gus Edwards combo, that takes a lot of pressure off of this injured quarterback position too, doesn't it? Oh, it definitely does, especially because the Ravens typically with Lamar Jackson, who's not going to play this Saturday, I think we all know that now, um, and Tyler Huntley, who are so similar in the fact that they are those mobile you know, running quarterbacks. But having, you know, the one-two punch of J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards is so helpful in that, like you just said. And – to JK's credit, like, I mean, he, it's, he, the first time that he got injured, like, you know, um, was coming out from injury this past year, he was definitely a little frustrated. I talked to him along the locker room and he was like, learning to be patient is so hard. But the second time around, he had the second knee surgery to uh, get some of the, it's called the scope, whatever, to get some of the extra stuff out of there. He said this time around, um, 
he learned his lesson the first time about being patient. He's like, I'm so much more patient this time. I know it's a process. I know I have to trust it. And so, like you said, it's, it must, it, if you followed him in college, it's got to be kind of frustrating to see him not be able to kind of get his JK 2K Dobbins, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, year at all. But I think it's definitely coming. He's definitely had the unfortunate streak of injuries. Um, but the great news is, is that when he comes back from injuries, he seems to be just as good as he was before. Cause I know that's a fear for a lot of guys. Um, physically and mentally, emotionally, like, am I going to be the same guy when I come back from injury that I was before? And for him, it seems like he is so far. Well, you've seen guys like Cam Akers who have struggled yeah. with that different injury, but you know, similar Still, situation. It's hard. Yeah, it is in conversation with Melissa Y. Kim, host and analyst in the studio for the Ravens broadcast team. All right, let's talk quarterback. So Lamar Jackson, you said it's out. So Tyler Huntley has cleared concussion protocol officially. He is, he's the guy this, uh, this Saturday. Correct. So, there was definitely a little bit of, we were trying to kind of decipher all the lingo yesterday um, when we talked to him at practice. And so he said he had some final tests. Um, let's see, today's Friday. So on Wednesday night. And so that means Thursday morning, he was cleared from concussion protocol. So he is good to go as far as we know. Lamar Jackson obviously said has been ruled out. Um, there is just in case as well, Anthony Brown and also the team picked up Brett Huntley um, formerly who I, uh, covered back in the day, uh, when he was with the Packers, he actually was the backup for Aaron Rodgers when he broke his collarbone in 2017. So he's kind of been around the gamut a little bit as well. Hunley was with this team last year, um, too, kind of as that backup, uh, third or fourth quarterback. So they'll, they'll be okay. The thing is, is, you know, uh, Tyler Huntley is so similar to Lamar Jackson in the sense that Greg Roman doesn't really have to change a whole lot in the offensive playbook. Anthony Brown has a little bit of a different quarterback. I think he is a little bit more of a, you know, a throwing quarterback as opposed to more of a mobile one like Lamar and Tyler are. But, um, you know, Tyler has had his fair share of experience. Now, when you think mm -hmm. about it last year, obviously, and then starting this last game and coming in, in the game before that. So I think that he certainly, the more he plays, obviously the more confidence that he gets. And you could definitely see that in his body language at practice and kind of how he commands the offense as well. Yeah, it is a bit different because he has, like you said, had that experience in there and there is some tape on him. Uh, what do the Ravens feel and where they can be fan base internally that you're hearing about Deshaun Watson playing? This is game three and we saw game one terrible, but they beat Houston. Game two, they only scored 10 points, but he looked better, whatever that means. Um, what are the expectations on Deshaun Watson? Because clearly he's not back to his 2020 form yet. Well, we talked to a lot of guys on defense this week about that. Marlon Humphrey said, you know, no matter what, he is still a guy that was balling, you know, just a couple of years ago. So you can't put anything past that, right? You think that he said he's still the same guy. Roquan said the same thing. He's still the same talented quarterback that they saw when he was playing with the Texans. And obviously it's difficult a little bit to watch film on a guy that you haven't seen in a couple of years, right? Like what yeah. has changed, whatnot. But um, they're definitely still expecting Deshaun Watson to be as good as he was a couple of years ago. Um, so they're definitely preparing for that to be the case. So another division run for the Ravens, but let's put it to what the Browns can do. If they do X, Y, Z, they can beat Baltimore in Cleveland this weekend. What do you think they have to do? They got to stop the run. Yeah. I think that comes back down, comes down to that. This team has really shown that they are a resurgence of, they have the resurgence of the run game down now, especially having those you know, two backs back, uh, back with the team. Um, you know, Tyler Huntley will be starting. The O-line has played really, really well in these last two weeks as well. Um, that was one of the things that a lot of the guys on the O-line and the running backs talked about this week is that when the other team knows that you're going to run the ball and they're still able to run the ball despite, you know, they already know it's going to happen, that is a true credit to the offensive line. Yeah. And so I think that they've played really well. Ronnie Stanley will obviously, uh, if he's going to play this week, um, 
as well. He's kind of been in and out a little bit with nursing his uh, ankle injury again. But I mean, there's no doubt that this offensive line is so much better with Ronnie Stanley at left tackle on it. I mean, he looks like he is back to when he's on the field, he's back to his old all pro self um, from 2019 when he is on the field. So I think stopping the run is going to be very, very key for anybody that wants to be the Ravens this season. Right. And that's for this Browns team easier said than done with the, I'll say lack of, uh, yeah, well, lack of talent, let's be honest, at defensive tackle, smaller linebackers. So they're going to have to try to get creative and try to stop that. Now on the Brown side, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, we've seen that running game really get dialed back, um, maybe abandoning the run too early by head coach Kevin Stefanski and teams really saying essentially, uh, okay, uh, we're going to load up, sell out to stop the run, beat us with the pass. And well, we saw last week the Browns couldn't do that. Well, here's the thing, though. I think that a lot of the guys here are still looking at Nick Chubb. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Roquan, again, because I talked to him at length this week, he and um, Nick Chubb, they went to Georgia together. And he, the one thing he talked about Nick Chubb so much was that he, the guy puts in the work and it shows yeah. on the field. And so he said that he is, no matter what has happened the last couple of weeks or what is going on, um, he said that he is expecting to see a lot of Nick Chubb on the field. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and you have to try to do that if you're the Browns and the Ravens. And we saw, again, Ravens not afraid to do whatever it takes to win. No style points, low scoring, whatever it might be. Um, How do you think this one plays out on Saturday? I think that especially with a lot of the guys that have come back from injury for the Ravens, again, a kind of a repeat of last week maybe when they played the Steelers, I do expect a big run game. I do expect, you know, some big numbers um, on the ground for the Ravens. Um, I do – I. Not a big like score prediction kind of person, mm-hmm. but I do think that the Ravens will win this one. No offense. We hope you're wrong. <laughs> but but uh, look, they're they're rolling, they're humming, and again, they're doing. They're so well coached. Drives me nuts. They're so well. They'll do whatever it takes. Browns have not been able to do whatever it takes to win. They want to be fancy and outthink people. Harbaugh's fine kicking field goals because you got the best kicker. Oh yeah, ever. I mean yeah, they will kick field goals all day on this. Do team. They, they do not care if it's a nine nothing score at halftime, and it's all Justin Tucker. Yeah, they all. It all is same in the wind column. Doesn't matter. No style points. Exactly. Melissa, thank you so much for hey, tell people. Uh now I I would say I would I would wager that not a whole lot of people are going to be watching for uh, you know uh, Ravens content watching this show, but you do great work. We thank love you. your content. Where can people find you? Uh you can find me at Melissa Y Kim on Twitter and on Instagram as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank all you right. so much. There she goes. I'm Melissa Kim, studio host and analyst for the Ravens broadcast. So there you go, folks, getting some insight. Boy, that Roquan Smith. Oh, see, that's that's what drives me nuts. The guy was out there. The deal was there to be made. So where the Browns get Jeremiah Usu koromoa who I do like, and I do think there is a place for it, but you cannot be all small. And we're seeing that play out because teams are running it up the gut, down your throat. Do you not think that John Harbaugh is going to do that all day? Like I just said, he doesn't care. Kevin Stefanski and the group, they want, oh, cute. Ooh, let's bring in Jacoby Brissett. Let's, let's help think. Let's be smarter than everybody. No, win games is how you're smarter than people. The worst thing is that the Ravens and the Steelers are so much better coached than this Browns team. Drives me crazy. But it's true. We got to admit it. They will do, and Harbaugh whines. Oh, that whiny Harbaugh face. But it works. 
You can hate it, but you got to respect it. Bottom line. Bottom line. So are the Browns in a mode where they're going to try to give their fans something to cheer about, something to be a little bit happy about, try to take down your division rival, who, to Stefanski and this Browns team's credit, they have played tough. They play all their division rivals tough. And they should have beat the Ravens, like with a few other games, earlier in the year. But what happens? That one lack of adjustment, those self-inflicted errors that the Browns continue to do, that's what costs them. And the Ravens don't make those. So if you're Kevin Stefanski and you're in a position like last week where it was 0-0 and you could have kicked the field goal against the Bengals and decided to go for a touchdown, obviously touchdowns are preferred. Yeah. But you take the points against the team. Again, people. Okay. Last three wins for the Baltimore Ravens. 16 points. 10 points. Three, uh, 13 points. 16, 10, 13. That's not anybody trying to be cute. That's kicking field goals. That's tough defense. That's clock management. That's running the ball. I honestly don't know how the Browns are stopping Gus Edwards and up the middle. Uh, you got to get creative, Joe Woods. And at a point, it's kind of like, okay, it's it's kind of hope. It's kind of, okay, can they do it? What was damning? I don't know if anybody heard the defensive backs coach of the Browns. Guy doesn't do a lot of media scrums, but he essentially said that they didn't know how to adjust. I'm paraphrasing. When uh, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd went out for the Bengals last week. So you lose two of your best, but they know how to adjust and double team Jamar Chase. Gross. Gross! Why? You can't adjust. Double them up. How do you not make those adjustments? Is that analytics preventing you from being creative? Is that analytics from preventing you from changing on the fly? Or is that poor preparation? Is that poor coaching? I don't know. Either way, resulted in a Browns loss. Okay, I want to get to my three downs to victory for the Browns. And the, stopping the run is a part of it. But first down, offensive line and Watson must get on the same page. And I want to read this bit to you from Joel Petonio, who in his press conference. So this is from Joel Petonio, I think future Hall of Famer, but Pro Bowl guard for the Browns. He said, quote, we got called for holding a couple times last week when we scrambled. We just have to know that the play can go on forever with Deshaun Watson. It's really a feel thing. You see some guys, some of the best plays in football are when guys like Deshaun and Mahomes and these guys get out of the pocket and throw deep passes. We understand it's part of the game. We just have to adjust ourselves to where if this happens, just let go. Unfortunately, you have to live with some holding calls because that's the nature of the beast. That's from Joel Batonio. And that's what really needs to improve quick. Because this again comes down to uh, adjustments. This comes down to adapting to a new quarterback on the fly and really using this as an extended training camp in season when you could have been in the division race. So that's number one. Do we see improvement from that? Still while keeping in mind that you're on your fourth string center. And I think Froholt's done as good a job as you can expect a fourth string center from a guy who's not even a center. Do. Bad teams let injuries get to them. Bad teams have people, you know, if remember that 2020 year when the Browns went to the playoffs? Not as many guys getting injured or playing through injuries. They hurt a little more in the cold when that happens. That's the that's the difficult part. That's the, the, the really difficult part of it. So that's first down. Get on the same page. 
offensive line, Watson have to sync up, have to be smarter with those calls. And the, the, the officials were hot garbage last week across the league. Way too many flags. Just kills any, any vibe. Second down, Brown's defense needs to sell out to slow down the run. Just like Melissa said, right? You got J.K. Dobbins, you got Gus Edwards, and Tyler Huntley can move as well. I actually think he passes the ball a little bit better than Lamar Jackson, personally. Just not as pure speed or elusive as Jack. But he can go. Browns have some tape on him. You've played against him before. Not unbeatable by any stretch. But if the Ravens are smart, and they are well-coached, is they will just run it at the Browns. Right up the middle. So what is Joe Woods going to do? Is he going to move Jadavian Clowney inside? Can they contain outside otherwise? Are there different options that way? That's a big question. But you have to force Tyler Huntley to beat you with your arm. If they stop the run as much as possible, you hold those guys out of the end zone, and Tyler Huntley beats you on some passes to Mark Andrews, I can live with that. I won't like it, but I can live with it. I can't live with having Gus Edwards go for like two touchdowns and J.K. Dobbins going over 100 yards, which is very realistic. Very realistic. Got to sell out to stop the run in some way, and you don't have the personnel to do it, which is the trouble. J.O.K., by the way, he's out. He, so now you're down another linebacker, right? Uh, injury update as well on Amari Cooper. Off the injury report, but Stefanski was saying his hip and core muscle injury still bothering him, but he's going to play through it. So good news having Amari Cooper on the field. Excellent. Third down. And it's three words. Take the points. Take the points, Stefanski. Take the points. Just like last week in Baltimore or in Cincinnati, just like all year. And especially in this game where they will they will kick Field goal you to death, the Ravens will, because you have Justin Tucker, who's the, the swaggiest kicker, rightfully so, maybe ever. That dude can hit it unconscious from 60, not even blink. They will, you get it to the 45, it's done, and they're getting three points. John Harbaugh, former special teams coordinator, way back, right? Special teams, stellar. Defense, stellar, and they can run. Receivers, not great, fantasy football wise. JK, you know what? You could probably DFS contest. You could probably stack J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, to be honest, with how the Browns defense has been. But other than that, I don't I don't want any part of any of the receivers. They're going to run it on you. You know they're going to run it on you. So for Stefanski, you got to take those points. 3 nothing lead after the first quarter? Crucial. Because if they're going to try to field goal you to death, that's what you need to do. Take the points. Take the points. Does he learn? Does he have the collaboration to do that? We're going to find out. We're going to see if that's the case. So those are my three downs for victory. I want to know what your three downs to victory are for the Browns this week. And got a question out there on Twitter for you guys. You can hit me up there at AndyMC81, at SickPodBrowns, Instagram at AndyMCSports. What do you want most out of this Ravens game in Cleveland? Because although there's a 0.4% chance of the Browns making the playoffs and God bless Miles Garrett. He said, well, there was a, as long as we're still alive, we can good, good. Absolutely. Um, and you got to get Miles Garrett going. What do you want most out of this game though? 
A win no matter what. Just get the W. Make us feel good going into the holiday. Just get the win. Two, more Deshaun Watson development. Or three, multiple Miles Garrett sacks. He's right in that mix for the sack leader. You can get a couple on Saturday. He's going to be able to jump right up there. Right, right there, right there. He's close. He's close. So what, what, what is the most important? What do you want most? Win no matter what. More Deshaun Watson development or multiple Miles Garrett sacks. You can leave it in the comment section here as well. For me, as much as I would like Miles to get his stats, as much as I would like to see Deshaun Watson win, I, I got to have a win. I, I want to have the victory Monday mug. We, we just need a win. Get a win in front of the home crowd. And hopefully all those other things lead up to that. I want to win no matter what. I want a victory no matter what. Because I can't stand the Ravens fans on social media. And there's bad Browns ones too from every league. The Ravens one, just terrible. They're arrogant. And you know why I hate the Ravens most, guys? This is a question all over. Which, which rival do you hate the most? Dislike the most. People say dislike. I hate. Okay? Ravens, Steelers, Bengals. Bengals, no. Don't want the Bengals to do well. But look at Cousins. You know, Paul Brown founded both of them. Can't stand the Steelers. They're pea yellow colors. They're stupid towels. But I hate the Ravens most because those two Super Bowls they got are mine. They're yours, Browns fans. That's our team. That's the original Browns. That's the original Browns. That, that rat, Art Modell, who I hope is spinning in the eighth layer of hell, stole that team and put it in Baltimore. And those are my two Super Bowls. Those are your two Super Bowls. They stole it. And that's why I can't stand the Ravens. And I want to win no matter what. I want that victory no matter what. I don't care if it's 3-0 or 50-45. to 45. I want that win. And the Ravens have had the Browns number. They've had the Browns number. Right? They've had it all since existence. Right? They've, they, since they came in, since they moved over. They've had it. So, yeah. I, I want to hear from you guys, though. What do you? What, what is most important to you? Is it to see Deshaun Watson develop and get better like hopefully that happens Stefanski's job better is is banking on it he's got to show he can work and be progressing to Sean Watson you gotta be finishing on a high note if you don't bad news real bad okay so let's see Saturday 4 30 game of course make sure for your fantasy football playoffs you're getting your lineup set right how about that Brock Purdy Thursday night with 49ers Old Brock Purdy, Mr. Aroma, last pick of the draft. How about that? And we're struggling with Deshaun Watson. What it is to be a Browns fan, people. Okay, let's get some fantasy football talk and answer your questions and ask Andy. Okay, and hey, like I said, fantasy football playoffs, you guys were humming this week with questions in DFS. You can get those in as well. Anything else? Hey, put it in the comment section. Get us on Twitter at AndyMC81, uh, on Instagram at AndyMC Sports. Follow the show at SickPodBrowns, and make sure you click the notification bell, subscribe, all that good stuff. Let's get to the first three. Let's pop it up. All right. From R. Rodriguez. Uh, start two, Hopkins, Walker, and Pacheco. Normally, this would be a no-brainer, but that Casey Houston matchup is tempting as hell. Hashtag ask Andy. So, uh, Walker last night, of course. So that's, uh, that's out. And hopefully, you know, the, the Kenneth Walker thing, I like to play didn't quite work out Seattle. Come on, man. Just like the Jets and Giants. 
Maybe given Geno Smith, maybe Geno Smith uh, commanding that that mega deal. Maybe you should pause on that if you're the Seahawks. But I do like Pacheco against Houston. I think very easily. KC gets up, run Pacheco. Boom, you're done. I think that I think that works well. All right, let's get to another one. Okay, Kittle, Hawkinson, Pittman. I can flex a tight end, full PPR. Who do I bench? Damian Pierce going down sucks. Hashtag ask Andy. That's from at John Miller, 93-93. So Kittle last night, knock him out. Hawkinson, Pittman, flex a tight end or full PPR. Yeah, I, you know what? I really like Hawkinson. I loved, I love what Hawkinson's doing overall with that uh, Minnesota team since coming over in that trade. Takes pressure off of Justin Jefferson, who's back to being just a rock star. And Hawkinson's right there. And we know the pickings are slim when it comes to tight ends. So I think you go with uh, Hawkinson there. Now, a couple other options I mentioned in Thursday's show that you might want to look to pick up, still widely available. Um, DJ Chark for the Lions, okay? Earlier in the week was just 41% rostered. See if he's there. Everyone's talking about Amandre St. Brown, James Williams, DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams. DJ Chark. 90 receiving yards, two weeks in a row, two touchdowns in his last three games. That's a nice play as well if you're just looking for a general pickup. Okay? All right, let's get to the next one. And hashtag ask Andy. This is from at Hogue underscore J. Waddle or Kirk? Hashtag ask Andy. Well, here's the here's the tricky thing. When I, I want to say Jalen Waddle, and Jalen Waddle all year has been tremendous, um, except for the past chunk of weeks where he's been single digit. You couple that with it being Saturday night football in what is lining up to be um, terrible weather in Buffalo. Cold, snow, you know, not great. Two is not a cold weather quarterback, and he has come right down to earth as well. We say Seattle. How about Miami getting very ordinary as well? So I think you go with Christian Kirk. Now, him and Zay Jones for the Jaguars have been – splitting that target share. And Zay Jones, actually, man, if you got a chance to get Zay Jones, he, again, he's, he's still available in about 40% of most leagues. He's commanding like 10, 12 targets, but Christian Kirk has been that guy too. So I think when you look at it and you say, okay, um, if you have to pick between the two, I'm going to say versus the Cowboys, really good defense, of course, for Dallas, but he's going to be looking his way is Trevor Lawrence. And if Dallas gets up, you can always have those garbage time yards. So let's go with Christian Kirk. All right, next one. All right, this is from at Brad GC66, Dobbins, Knight, and Connor. Okay, so I guess we're picking between one of those. Um, I love Zonovan Knight, I do. James Connor for um, Arizona has been, now we have to remember for the Arizona Cardinals, I'm just gonna pull up Connor's stats here. Um, you're without Kyler Murray. You're going to be having Colt McCoy. You're playing Denver, giving up the 14th fewest uh, fantasy points this season, two running backs. But man, James Conner has been a stud. I'm leaning, if I have to pick one, I'm going to say we're going to go with James Conner. Okay? The carries are there, the touches are there. J.K. Dobbins, and I hesitate because J.K. Dobbins very close. Very close to be in there, but you still have Gus Edwards and you still have Huntley who can run. I would not be surprised. I think you're in good shape if you go with Connor or Dobbins, 
But Dobbins not 100%. Connor feeling good right now, even in Denver. Good defense, but not unbeatable in the middle of the road. I think that's I think that's a good play. Uh, let's see. Do we have any more any more tweets on there? Let's see. Do we got any more? Uh, oh, there we go. All right. At Noah Lieberman, 99. Half PPR. I have to play two of the following. Gabe Davis, George Pickens, Zay Jones, Damian Harris, Cam Akers, Gus Edwards. So Gus Edwards, check. Goal line work. If they're in, he's punching it in. I think that's a gimme. Gabe Davis, no. He hasn't been producing at all for about the last month and cold weather game uh, with, with weather. Not that Josh Allen can't sling it, but I'm not buying that. George Pickens, no, with the quarterback play. Zay Jones, I'm almost there. Cam Akers, not, no. Um, Damian Harris still has the cue beside his name. If he bounces back, if it shows, because Ramondre Stevenson, remember, is out. So if, and they have till, they're playing Sunday, yes. So we have a, a little extra time because we've got the Saturday and Sunday games, no teams on by. Um, you know, I, I think we we look at that with Damian Harris and say, okay, where you're playing the Raiders, Raiders stink. How are the Raiders one-point favorite? I'll get to that in my sick picks uh, in a moment. But um, Damian Harris, if healthy, is going to get the, the, the workload. If he doesn't go, then you got to stay away from him. So I'm saying um, you go Gus Edwards, and I, I do like Zay Jones. The volume's there, guys, right? The volume's there for Zay Jones, okay? Um, Ten or more targets in three of his last four. That's a huge target share. It's just really, really good. And then, like I said, Gus Edwards is going to be there. Okay, I got a couple more fantasy questions here. I'm going to pop in here. Great work, guys, too. Anything else uh, comes in as far as uh, your questions, if you watch the show, put them in the comments section. Get me on Twitter, at AndyMC81. Use hashtag AskAndy at SickPodBrowns. Got from our guy Pedro in Calgary on Twitter. 2QB non-PPR league. Huntley, Mac Jones, Heineke. Who should I start? You ain't starting Mac Jones, baby. Mac Jones is the most ordinary quarterback, and I knew it coming out of the draft, you'll ever see. You can find a Mac Jones skill set in the third and fourth round in every draft. There's nothing special about the guy. Now, Huntley has the leg option, so I think he's going to play off against the Browns. hate to put that against the Browns, but Huntley can move. And Heineke, that dude's just a baller. He doesn't care. Heineke doesn't care. He's consistently getting you 17, between 17 and 20 fantasy points. Go at him. If you got to start two, Huntley and Heineke in that order, no Mac Jones. And let's see, uh, from at Jeremy Hendricks with three X's. Uh, let's see, who do I start, Tua or Mike White? Great question, Jeremy. Mike White, out. We were wondering, it looked like yesterday it was that the ribs are fine. Ribs are going to be okay. Today, he's out. You had Zach Wilson in. That's a big problem. That's a big problem for Garrett Wilson. And that's a problem for everybody. I would still say okay with Zonovan Knight, but man, Zach Wilson, nothing. Again, a guy who's nothing special. He's flashed at times, but this guy, you know, he's earned his way back. I like how the Jets are doing doing business there. They're saying, you're not doing what we want you to do. Your third string worked his way back up the backup. You're playing the lines. Could be a bit of a shootout situation, uh, but Mike White out. So you obviously have to go in that um you got to go with Tua. I don't like the Tua situation either because it's in Buffalo. I think it's going to be a bad day there. I think it's not going to be a great day for, for Tua. So, you know, 
do you go with somebody like an upside matchup for like a Matt Ryan with the Colts? Uh, Matt Ryan has flashed very sporadically. I'm honestly a bit tempted to see what Matt Ryan, do you go bake show? Do you go Baker Mayfield Monday night? See if he can run it back against the Packers. That's dicey. That's a bit dicey. So out of that case, if you have to do it, uh, I guess you go with, with Tua. Okay. That's, that's really, that's really about it. Okay. I want to get to my sick picks. Let's earn some money. Let's go. It's time for sick picks. All right, everybody. Here we go. And by the way, Betfred Sportsbook, guys, it's coming to Ohio. Browns fans, Ohio, if you're a resident, if you're in the state, the beautiful state of Ohio, the Buckeye State, January 1st is right here. It's the middle of December right now. It's almost here. So what do you do? Well, you got to register with our guys at Betfred Sportsbook. Now, check this out. I've been telling you, there is tickets giveaway if you registered with my link to the Bengals and Browns game last week. They got exclusive bonuses. Here's the latest one. And the link is in the description. Now, I had to use that like, you know, you go to Bitly or whatever the uh, shortening of links is because this one was too long. So I can't really type it. It was like Betfred. But the... anyway, it's going to be on my social media. going to be at AndyMC81. Going to be on Instagram at AndyMC Sports and uh, at SickPodBrowns. But the link is right in there. So Click on it, and here's the here's the latest bonus. Exclusive bonuses all, all over the place. Here's the latest one. Pre-register now with the link. You get 1111 bucks. Details and conditions at the link when you click it. That's a heck of a bonus. That's a heck of a bonus, ain't it? So go there. And weekly prizes, weekly draws is perfect. Just Betfred Sports is the place to be. And you just click on that link, register, takes you no time at all. You get your deposit in, you get that bonus. Let's go. Let me know if you do want to hear from you. All right, some sick picks here. I'm looking at Vikings and Colts and the Vikings. Boy, did they bite me last week. How do you lose to the Lions? The Lions are buzzing. They're humming. The Vikings, three and a half point favorites. Matt Ryan. You know, he's kind of slinking around a little bit. Over under set at 47 and a half. Eh, you know. I'm going to say I'm going to take the under at minus 115. And I'm going to take the Colts to cover. Minnesota just, I don't like it. I don't like it. They're in a rut. They're not feeling it. Minus 110. Uh, I'm going to take for the Buffalo-Miami game, over under 44 points. I'm taking the under minus 105 because of the weather. Could be a ground and pound game. And especially for the Dolphins, I don't see them scoring that much. Now, where was, oh, 14, yeah, 14 points for the Chiefs versus the Texans. All those double-digit ones. But for the Chiefs, even though the Texans were gamers against the uh, Cowboys the other week, I think you got to take it at minus 110. And this is interesting to me. Lions, Jets, Lions one-point favorites, okay? Now, I don't believe the Lions have been adjusted yet. With since that Zach Wilson news, or maybe they won't be. But you gotta say Lions after what they've done, and of course this is probably the week that the Jets go bonkers and, and go for it. both well coached teams. You get for the Lions minus one fifteen for a money line straight up minus one ten, so better payout if you take them to essentially cover one point. So just to, to pretty much straight up win. If you believe in the Lions, you can double dip and do that one. 
Uh, Raiders are one and a half point favorites against the Patriots. Are we going to bank on the Raiders to do anything? Really? I'm not. They, they just they blew, like, how can you have any faith in Josh McDaniels? Patriots, that's going to be my smash pick. Smash of the week. Patriots, one and a half point underdogs, road dogs, minus 115 to cover, minus 105 to win outright. Let's do the money line on that one. I think that's the best play there. Just take that down. That's beautiful. All right, folks. So there you go. Okay. Betfredsports.com. Get that bonus. Over a thousand bucks in exclusive bonus money. Check out how you can do it. Quickly register, quick to deposit. You go to the link in this show right here in the show description and on social media at SickPodBrowns, at AndyMC81, Instagram at AndyMC Sports. Let me know too. What do you want most out of this game for the Browns hosting the Baltimore Ravens? What do you want most? Browns to win at any cost. More Deshaun Watson development or multiple Miles Garrett sacks? Let me know in the comment section. Got my Brian Sight 1980 Cardiac Kids jersey. Okay, we're putting good vibes out there. Let's see what we can do. Very beatable. We just need smart coaching, which we haven't been getting. We need in-game adjustments, which we haven't been getting. Once in a while, the Browns pop up, and they've been getting good at taking out or getting close to taking out their division rivals. So let's see. I think the Browns win it 17-14, and they start kicking some field goals at First Energy Stadium. Let's hope we have a victory, I guess, Sunday, because they play Saturday. There you go. Thank you very much to Melissa Kibb from Baltimore giving us the Ravens side of thing. Get your Betfred Sportsbook bets in. Hashtag Ask Andy for any fantasy football question. Let's go beat those rappers. Go Browns. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.